0: Let's begin with a joke. So the Sunday school children were being taught that God created everything, including people. And little Ian, little five-year-old Ian, paid particular attention when the teacher explained that Adam's wife, Eve, was created by removing one of his ribs So later that week, little Ian's mother finds Ian in his bed looking rather sick and ill. And she says, Ian, honey, what's the matter? And little Ian said, I have a pain in my side. I think I'm going to have a wife. (laughs) Husbands can insert their follow-up joke here, but we won't go there. Today's reading from Revelation 21 does not mention Adam and Eve by name, but it does have something to say about pain. But before we get to pain, I want you to use your imaginations for a moment. Imagine the beginning of all things, the very mysteries of creation, the Big Bang. Imagine the very first people of God. We thought about the garden, but now think about Abraham and Sarah, Moses and Miriam, the exodus from Egypt, the desert wanderings, the fiery prophets. And imagine the life and teaching and the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And imagine the descent of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost and the explosive growth of the church from just a handful to hundreds of millions. Imagine the sweep of world history with its heinous holocausts and hopeful heroes. Imagine the birth of your grandparents. Imagine the birth of your dad, of your mom. Imagine your own birth, your life, your future. And then imagine the end of all things. God's victory over suffering, God's triumph over tragedy. And if you have managed to imagine some of that, the sweep of world history, the history of our faith, and of your life, then you will have arrived at Revelation 21. Revelation 21 gives a preview of the end of all things. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. But the verses from Revelation 21 that have echoed the most over the centuries and are well known to many through the Book of Common Prayer and the burial office, are these. See, the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them. They will be His peoples. And God Himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more, for the first things have passed away. If you've ever heard those verses before, raise your hands. Every burial service we go to, we hear those verses. But Revelation 21 roundabouts the way you and I usually think of the phrase, passed away. Passed away. Let's say that together. Passed away. A theological college professor, the Reverend Dr. Craig Holster, has this to say about Revelation 21. Quote, We assume that things pass away when death comes. But in Revelation, death goes away when the first things pass. End of quote. Someday, death will pass away. And all those who have passed away will be dead no more. This is the promise of the resurrection. This is the mystery of life beyond death. This is the promise of Revelation 21. And verse 4 tells us, God will wipe every tear from their eyes. The tears of your sorrow, the tears of your pain, and the tears of those who have been forgotten. Another theology professor, Professor Peterson, also writes movingly about this passage. Quote, The promise is not only that God will wipe away any tears, That might happen to linger on our cheeks after that last day. But that God will reach back through time to wipe away all the pain tears ever shed. The promise here is that the chain reaction of human sin will be ended and all the tears will be wiped away. The tears that God must wipe away are not only the tears we shed, but also the tears we cause. End of quote. You know, I tremble. I really tremble when I think about all the tears that I have caused or contributed to in my own life. And most of them I haven't even seen. Because I've been too busy to notice or too blind to bother. Blind to the suffering around me. Blind to the suffering around the world. What about you? What tears have you caused? What tears have you contributed to? I hope you've said you're sorry. I hope you've tried to make restitution for those things. But the situation may still be painful. You may have done all you can, but it still is painful for that person or for you. I have good news for you, friends. God will wipe every tear From their eyes. And now for three quick jokes. And the first joke is sort of a test, because it's supposedly a Scottish joke, but I have a suspicion it might just be an American joke about Scots. uh, And we'll find out in a second here. So a Scotsman takes this uh, girl on a romantic taxi drive. He hires a a cab uh, for this romantic sightseeing tour of the city. And she was so beautiful, he could barely keep his eye on the meter. See, it's clearly an American joke about spots. (laughs) The joke was tested. And now a couple more jokes, no promising about these ones. So did you hear about the cross-eyed teacher who couldn't control her pupils? (laughs) Did you hear about the thief who stole a calendar and got 12 months? Uh, Let's pass on from these jokes, shall we? It is indeed good news to know that someday death will be no more. It is indeed good news to know that someday pain will be no more. It is indeed good news to know that someday tears will be no more. But, what are we supposed to do now? Where death is very real... Where pain is very real. Where tears are very real. Well, you and I are to do what our Lord commands us to do in today's Gospel reading from John 14. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. So with God's help, love one another through death. With God's help, love one another through pain. With God's help, love one another through tears. That's the Christian way. During these times of the first things we love, while keeping our eyes fixed on that final day when death will pass away. So love is Christ's love. Bring life where there is death. Bring healing where there is pain. Bring comfort where there are tears. How are you doing that? How are you doing that as an individual Christian? As a human being in your daily life? How is Saint James doing that for the people of Stonehaven? Brother Lawrence, the great dishwashing saint of France, had this to say. Many things are possible for the person who has hope. Even more is possible for the person who has faith. And still more is possible for the person who knows how to love. But everything is possible for the person who practices all three virtues. So, with God's help, Practice faith, practice hope, practice love. Through death, through pain, through tears. During this time of the first things, until they shall pass, and death will pass away, and God will wipe every tear from their eyes. Amen.